guys. Welcome back to She Thinks She Knows. I'm Brianna. I'm Aharo. And I'm Demaya. And today we're going to be talking about um, what it means to improve your self-confidence, which leads to improving yourself and really glowing up your whole life, basically. The glow up. Right. <laughs> but first we want to say sorry. Um, we haven't been as active. We haven't been consistent with posting every week, but we promise we're back. We just got back to school, and we will be running on a consistent schedule, posting every week. So look out for our episodes, and make sure to catch up if you haven't. Okay, so, um, yeah, so on this topic, we all kind of looked into it, like, in three different angles. So I'll start with mine. So I looked at it in the perspective of anxiety. Did you just put up air quotes? I put up a two, because it's really two angles. (laughs) Oh, two angles. Okay. So mine is anxiety. So the way that I looked at it was like there's a reason for why people aren't as social in certain environments. And speaking on like my own experience, I'm more confident in a work environment than I am in a regular social environment. And so um, some things that I kind of like connected to that, like why that happens is because like there's like this idea of fear of rejection and getting like a negative response from certain people. Um just a, a lack of confidence on a subject that's like the subject at hand when you don't feel like you know anything about it, you're less likely to share. And um, just the idea of like not being like being antisocial. And I feel like that all kind of contributes to like this idea of like having anxiety when it comes to being in those situations, which just stops you from feeling confident altogether. So that's kind of like the angle that I was looking at. Um, I looked at it from a self-esteem angle. So... The dictionary definition of self-esteem is confidence in one's own worth or abilities. And um, psychologically, it's broken up to, like, the negative feelings about yourself and the positive feelings. So, like, which one of those outweighs the other is basically where you stand self-esteem-wise. Like, if you have a lot of negative emotions, like, that overcrowd the positive ones, you'll be considered to have low self-esteem and vice versa. So, yeah, I was just interested in that because I've definitely experienced moments where my self-esteem was low. And like certain things about myself and I've seen other people's too and it's just like I don't know it's interesting to see but we're basically gonna evolve on those topics mm-hmm. and give advice on them yeah particularly in the college setting so did you want to start with anxiety and self-esteem yeah, or wait so- how do you guys feel about anxiety and self-esteem like do you guys think it's common or do you guys think it's like new I think anxiety is common I feel like there's levels of it that are more extreme than others. Like when yeah. people are when people are like diagnosed with like anxiety, like that's that like anxiety an extreme, disorder. Yeah, like that's like super extreme. But I feel like social anxiety is something that's more common because it's simply just you don't like you feel pressure when you're in certain situations. And, yeah, like, you know? and also I feel like anxiety. Honestly, I feel like any anybody everybody feels anxious at some time. Yeah. But I feel like self-esteem, like, if you have a low self-esteem, like, consistently, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just, like, like you in particular. Like, that defines your personality, kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, not personality, maybe, but, like, it, it can be seen as easier than, seen, if you're, than, you if know, you're ang- than if you're anxious. Well, maybe if you have an anxiety disorder, that can be seen because it's, like, mm-hmm. a pattern. But, like, I feel like if you have low self-esteem or even high self-esteem, that's more oh, visible. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. I see what you because, mean. Because, like... Even I was trying to figure out what signs, like, what are the telltale signs that somebody is, like, low self-esteem. And I was writing, like, like bo- um, body language. Mm-hmm. Like, if you can't Slouchy. maintain eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. And Slouchy. even, like, and not even, like, other people. Like, sometimes I will, sometimes my body language will be, like, a little bit weird, depending yeah. on who I'm with. But, like, things like that just interesting. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this generation, college students, I feel like a lot of people are anxious and or have low self-esteem but mm-hmm. it's just like they have to pick and like they act you know yeah they pick and choose when to kind of show that because sometimes you feel confident and you're just not you know yeah and then sometimes like especially if you like look at somebody at a party versus somebody in class yeah like, at a party somebody might be acting like lit and they be like you know, like they have no worries and then yeah. in class they'll be scared to like raise their hand or present yeah. so it's just like the difference it fluctuates in, yeah it's interesting in different environments yeah but um what do you think, Demaya? Yeah, what mean, do you think, Demaya? I think everybody has anxiety. I think that now, as mental health is becoming popular, mm-hmm. people just have a name to put to yeah. the feelings that they're... To, yeah. to, they have a name... 
for the feelings that they're they're feeling. Yeah. But everybody at some point or another faces anxiety because anxiety is just fear. Fear of yeah. you, like fear of the unknown, fear of yeah. not knowing That's what will true. happen. And so like for me, for example, like I found myself becoming very anxious, like in my like to- like in the summer going to college and like in my freshman year, like I never really faced anxiety. I never thought, think I had anxiety before, but this is a new, college is a new situation. Like in your mm-hmm. freshman year, it's a new situation. And so you're, I'm fearful of the things that I don't know are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this school is huge. Mm-hmm. My, my high school was 80, my graduating class is 82 students. Like the school is huge. I'm by myself. Like I have my friends only, only in so right. like you know like when we're in Pockets each other's time, room, yeah. right? Like you know, so I'm scared, literally. Like yeah. I don't know what is gonna happen, and so like in terms of me, right? And like me, um, I've been wanting to like try to find ways to deal with my anxiety and things like that. Yeah. And I think like even like even when it comes to talking to my parents about certain things, yeah. like. I still get anxious. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Handling very deep, I guess, topics that are new just mm-hmm. give give me anxiety. I feel and like so, once you start bringing these topics up, it's hard to like, I feel like people are going to look at you differently and it's hard to not like go back. Like if you bring up the, if you bring up a problem you've been having like, like a problem like this, I don't know what category you put this in, like a mental health problem, I guess, with somebody like in your close family. I feel like once you bring that up, it's like you can't really draw. Like they're they, gonna, they're they gonna label you as yeah. That. No, not necessarily label you, but like it's not necessarily a bad thing. But they're gonna like catch on, and they're we, gonna like they're gonna try to. It's gonna be like, in the front you, of their yeah, mind. Yeah, you say like, "Mom, Dad, I feel like I'm really anxious or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have you know I have constant anxiety." You can't just unsay that. Like you know, whatever yeah. situation you face, they're gonna bring it back to that. Exactly. So I feel like it's like once you go in, you can never go really go back. I'm like never it, mind. Exactly. And like in terms of like saying, oh, like uh, mom, dad, I have anxiety. Like it's it goes back into that, like black people not accepting like mental health issues and things like that. Because like, you know, when I do talk to my parents about it, sometimes I don't think they receive it the way that I want them to receive it. Like they don't treat it with care, I guess. <laughs> and I'm not like, I'm not a crazy person or anything. Like I don't have panic attacks, but within yeah. like, i sometimes feel my anxiety taking yeah. over me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so me taking a step to try to overcome that is speaking out loud about it. Yeah. And so like when my parents aren't, fully receptive to that like it kind of frustrates me Mm -hmm. but like even now like in sophomore year having going through college for one year now I thought I was excited to be back on campus I'm like yeah like I'm gonna get involved I'm gonna do a bunch of things differently and the first day of class was yesterday and I felt this anxiety creeping back up and like right now I don't feel excited about being back at school like I, I feel really down yeah. and that's my anxiety creeping back up because it's fear, fear of doing things differently yeah. and taking the necessary steps to step out of the box that I was in my freshman yeah. year. You know what I mean? And so that is anxiety right there. Yeah. Not knowing that what the things that I want for myself, not knowing how I'm going to go about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I, that I'm here. Yeah, I feel like I've always had a level of anxiety, but I was just really good at internalizing it. Like, you know, like there's people who are always like, oh, like, like you can tell like that they kind of like that their anxiety, like they put it out like, like oh, I, I can't, yeah. like, you know. But I feel like for me, like I've always had like in every situation, like I was someone who liked, I like I always wanted to push myself to be more like in the like in the face of things or like try new things like I was so big into trying new things because I knew I had like a fear of it of it like you know so I was just like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in that situation and so like even things in high school like presenting I would literally get so hot like I would get like my heart race and all that stuff and I would go up there but I wouldn't I didn't want to show it because it's just like what's the point like everyone's 
Like every to me, everyone seems so casual about it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. if I go up there, ha, over a three slide, you know, like presentation that really doesn't count for much, like that's gonna look dumb. Like you know, so even though I was like always like really nervous about it, I would I would just push myself into the situation. But I feel like like in high school that got easier to do because when you're in high school, you see the same faces, all that exactly. stuff. So it's not an issue. But then after high school was over, and I was like, okay, like I went to college, like I realized. Like, it's still there. Like, you know, like, I'll go into situations and, like, in one-to-one areas where it's kind of, like, I don't, I know that there's not a lot at stake. It's easier for me to be like, okay, I can try this. Mm-hmm. But with a lot of big situations, it's kind of like, no, like, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm so self-conscious. I'm thinking about it already, like, two weeks in advance. I'm like, ah, like, you know. And so I feel like that's just gotten really, like, it's gotten bad because it's like I'm starting to rationalize irrational things. Like, you know, like I'm starting to put reasons to why I'm not doing certain things. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I'm also not happy with the way that my, like that things in my life are, especially like in social areas. So it's just like, what, at what point am I really going to say enough to myself instead of allowing myself to still go down that rabbit hole of like excuses and justification? Like, you know? Yeah. Um, And so I feel like with that, that's when I started to notice like, it seems like on an outer appearance, like, you know, like for certain areas, I would appear to be more confident. And it's like, OK, like maybe there are some maybe I am confident in certain areas. Like what areas am I confident in? Because sometimes I'd be really social and I'm like, oh, how come I can say this here? But I can't speak up here, you know, like. And so I started to notice like there are different environments where sometimes your anxiety isn't high at all. And sometimes it's through the roof. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> I think that. Personally, the one thing that really has, like, I've been realizing since I got back is that I don't, like, when you think about anxiety and stuff and what it prevents you from doing, I feel like it really prevents me from, like, myself taking the first step to, like, meet new people. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, honestly, like, if I think about, aside from the people that I talk to on a regular, I don't really talk to new people at all. Yeah. Like, when I think about all the acquaintances I have, it's just because, like, I met them, but it's not anything like I... Like, I feel like I was never responsible for walking up to somebody and saying hi. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that kind of sets me up where it's like, I never expect myself to, like, when I think about making new friends, I never expect myself to walk up to somebody and be like, oh, hey, like, this is my name. All this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. the typical introductions, which is crazy, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I'm never expecting myself to to really have that leap of courage. And so mm-hmm. I, I don't. For yeah. me, in terms of that, like, like my peers I get very skeptical speaking to my peer like I can speak to anybody older than me (laughs) any day that's easy (laughs) like I can carry a conversation with you like I'll have you engaged you'll have me engaged but like in terms of like my peers and addressing my peers or addressing a class of my peers it gets hard because one I don't know if they're going to be receptive to my energy. I don't know. A lot of people these days don't like when you go up to them and just speak to them. You know what I mean? And so I get skeptical of doing that. There's so many times where I want to do that. Mm. And like there are times when I do that and then the energy is not the same. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, I'll never try that again. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I feel like I always give myself a reason. Like if I look at somebody, I'm like, oh, they look cool. Like I want to talk to them one day. Just one thing I'm like, eh, but they do that. So, you know, I shouldn't, like, I'm happy (laughs) I didn't even go up to them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I know what Demaya means too, because even other people's bad experiences, I'll be like, dang, like, that's why I shouldn't talk to people. Like, yeah, I should never try to make friends. Yeah. And depending on the type of social group that other person is in, like, if it's an athlete, like, I don't have a problem speaking to anybody, but it's just like the social group that you're in, I have to worry about. Who you might tell, or like, you know, like the type of energy you might give me based on that social group. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it'll be hard for me to engage anybody in a conversation. It's just the fact that, like, will they receive me the right way? Yeah, and I feel like what I do is, like, if I look at somebody, like, I can tell if I can, if I want to be friends with somebody. So if I want to be friends with them, I'm not just thinking to, like, ask them a question or just like simple small small talk i'm trying to figure out a way to actually talk to them like in Um, a deep kind of yeah yeah and so it's just like that makes it all the time harder because just talking to somebody in a one minute convo it can be so simple but i feel like trying to actually make a friend by approaching somebody is is hard and on this campus i feel like 
you can have a meaningful conversation with somebody who wants and then never again. Yeah, and then like they could see you and then <laughs> depending on how they feel, yeah. they might not speak to you. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like that's another thing. Like you have to worry about, okay, like this conversation, it could be meaningful if I have it, but will it go anywhere? You know yeah. what I mean? So anxiety But that's just where that's where you're doubting yourself, all that stuff kicks in. And I feel like it kind of connects to self-esteem. Well, in a way, I just feel like your own, like, the, I was going to say the vibes, not the vibes. The way you feel about yourself, I feel like it reflects how much you're going to, how much you're going to doubt yourself. Yeah. Um, That's true. Well, I want to say something on that. Okay. Because, like, we were just talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) we We were just talking about, like, you know, approaching people. And then you said, like. Yeah, it d- depend like it's about how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. I think that I have a high self esteem. Like I feel highly about myself, and so mm-hmm. in that sense, when I'm fearful of approaching people, I think I might be too much for them. You know what I mean? Uh, like yeah. they're not ready to handle me, yeah. and so like that's what prevents me sometimes because I. I want to op- not open myself up, like, be, like, let everybody know all my business. But I want to open myself up, meaning, like, I want somebody to know who I am. You know what yeah. I mean? And so that could be a lot for people to handle, like, mm-hmm. especially, like, just my regular peers. So, like, that's also that's why I'm skeptical. Not because, like, I think low of myself. I'm like, mm. oh, like... They might not, you know, but because (laughs) I think I might be too much for somebody. And so, like, I don't want people to go, like, I don't want to be that person where people go around and they're like, oh, like, she thinks she's all that. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, she does too much. Like, I don't want to be that type of person. I want people to know, like, when they get me, like, they're getting me. Like, the real me. But not too much. With that, I feel like I... I don't think I have high self-esteem. I think I'm, like, at a medium self-esteem level. I just feel like I'm confident in, like, what I can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And not even that, but, like, my own sense of self-worth. But with other people, especially strangers, I feel like I just, like, you don't know who I am. Like, I, yeah. I'm mysterious. I don't open myself up at all. Because I'm yeah. just, like, I just feel like I don't, not necessarily that I don't know, like, mm-hmm. where it's going to go. But just, like. I never want to open myself up to somebody if I can't see them. Like, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to try to, like, I feel like with Demai, like, she's willing to introduce herself and all this stuff. I guess put herself out there. But I feel like I want to see where somebody, like, I always want to see where somebody is. You first, is. show your hand first, right. and then and I'll, then show, I'll mine. show mine. Because I'm just, it's kind of something I have to work on because people won't know who you are. And I feel like a lot of times people get the wrong idea of you. Mm-hmm. Just being so, like, closed so, off. Yeah. Like, oh, she's probably rude. or You know? And they also, have, yeah. Because then nobody ever makes that Yeah, because I'm just like, I'm not going to, like, if it's anybody, honestly, boy or girl, I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to be all friendly if I am just can't even see who they are. Like, that's how yeah. I think. But also that kind of prevents people because, you know, people sometimes are They just, read your energy, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm closed off, somebody else will be closed off. But, like, yeah. yeah I, I think my I think my self-esteem really fluctuates. But I think it fluctuates more so because, like, I feel like I'm always self-evaluating and if the evaluation that I get isn't good, then I'm like, oh, I don't want people seeing that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's like for me, it's heavily based on my environment. Like, I think I'm someone who responds a lot to my environment and that's control. Like, it really controls a lot of me. So I feel like if I'm in a situation where I feel comfortable and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is cool. This is nice. I'm getting a positive vibe from this environment. Like, I'm my best self. And then I feel like when I'm in situations where it's kind of like, I don't I don't really like how this is feeling, like this doesn't feel right to me, like it makes me kind of like shut off like a lot of parts of myself. And then when that happens, I'm kind of looking like, really, Brianna? Like, you know, like this is like, you know, like you're not being your full self and then I feel bad and I'm just like, oh, like, you know, like it just kind of just, it just doesn't feel like I'm not consistent with it. And so it makes me not want to show people like, you know, like if I like I know if I know I can be a better person in a certain situation when I'm not that person, I'm like, then I'm not going to I'm just not even going to show like, you know, like, because it's not like that's not the best person I can be. But I feel like that doesn't I feel like that's a little detrimental because when you're put in an environment like, for example, coming to college, I'm put in an environment where 
all of it is for the most part like I'm not comfortable in a lot of the environments so I'm never going to be my best self mm-hmm. in, the, in those environments and then when I'm put in environments like when I go back like when I would go back home or when I would go like when I would work and I was like you know yeah I feel comfortable here I'm like thriving and I'm seeing how great it is and I'm like this is good like this is what I want and then I come back to this environment it's just like oh like how how can I transfer transfer that energy here like why mm-hmm. is it that it feels so separated why is it when I enter Springfield, it's like a breath of fresh air. And then I come back here and I'm just like, oh, crap. Like, you know, now I got to crawl back to the shell and slowly peek my head out when it's sunny. Like, you know. So, <laughs> wow, that was an analogy. Like, that was- <laughs> like, but that's really how I feel. So I'm just so I, I feel like that's where my self-esteem kind of fluctuates. And I feel like it's something that needs to be changed because I'm tired of it. Like, I really am. I think I can understand that. Sometimes I feel like the only thing I feel like the thing I'm not insecure about but when I think about like college life in general like I know that in life like having a lot of friends is not like it's never really a it's reality it's not make or break right. to have like having seven plus friends like that's just not realistic for a, like a solid friendship with each one of them but when I like go, come to college because coming to this campus I already know my two <laughs> friends from Springfield well <laughs> that's relative <laughs> but I mean Mm, okay but having two like i have my two best friends here with me at college and they're from my city and they're from my high school and then i have my sister here when i think about like if i just stripped away everybody that i already knew before i came here Mm -hmm. like i'm just trying to think about who would i really hang out with and i feel like that kind of makes me like dang like i really have not made any strides in like knowing people on this campus and that kind of makes me feel insecure because i'm just like well i'm not gonna say everybody's friendships looks great but like people who are able to make so many friends actual like actual friends here I just look at them sometimes and I'm just like, I wonder how they do it. Like, maybe I should start putting myself out there more. But it's like, at the same time, I just feel like the, I'm just, I don't, I can't make the same type of friends that they can't. So, yeah. yeah. I feel you. That's one insecurity I have because I'm like, if I had nothing with me, like if I just went to a different college or whatever, like another how big state be? school, how would that go? Like, Yeah. I feel just, like me, for me, like, I don't think it would be hard for me to make friends, but I feel like it would hard, be hard for me to have like, Real relationships, like, because, like, there's a bunch of people that I can say, like, oh, like, I talk to, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. at some point or another, or, like, if I was forced, like, if Brianna and Mahara weren't here, like, okay, like, these are the people, yeah, these are the people, like, I could see myself hanging with, or, like, you know, like, I tell, like, me and another person might say all the, like, um, at different times, like, oh, like, we have to eat together, like, we have to hang out. So I don't think that would be, like, difficult for me. I just think the meaningful part and, like, them really getting me and, like, reciprocating the same energy that I need, I think that's when it gets hard because, like, you know, like, I don't know. Not a lot of, like, not a lot of people are care about the things that I care about, I guess, or are as passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. And, like, with the two of you, like, that's why it's, like, so easy to, like, stay attached, I guess. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, I know, like, okay. But I don't have to think that they're interested. Yeah. I know they're interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, that's when, like, this year when I say, oh, like, I want to make new friends. Like, I don't know. Like, I can envision myself making new friends, but I don't know how those friendships will end up going. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I I would want to make new friendships for, like, when I graduate college. And, Mm -hmm. like, you know, when it's like, oh, like, I want to catch up with you. And, like, let's hang out. Because I feel like it could go further when you're outside of this college Mm -hmm. setting. You know what I mean? So that's just me. Yeah. Um. But I guess we should start, we can get into some different ways to, like, improve these things and stuff like that. And we can kind of just back and forth, really. So um, I can start with one of mine. I have a a few, but I can cut them down. So going back to what we were saying, like, looking in into yourself like I think that's always a good start Mm -hmm. because as like as we just did like a lot of these things you kind of have to pick out where you've noticed them in your own life and I think once you accept that and you realize okay that's my reality that's when you can that's when you can start doing anything like you know Um, so I feel like just looking like knowing yourself first is like the most important thing because 
you can know, like, you can know about, like, everyone else. You can know how you feel about everything else. But if you know yourself, know your know what makes you tick. And when you know, okay, so when you accept the things that you've been denying for a long time, I feel like that's a big step in itself. Mm-hmm. Because people, we subconsciously put a lot of things away that we don't ever want to deal with. And there will be moments that trigger those feelings. And then you, we're confused as to where they come from. It's because we never want to consider them in the first place. So I feel like just doing that, like, and really fully knowing all, like, all parts of you, the darkest fears that you have, things that you don't want to admit, but that are just there. Like, I think that's, like, a big step in improving, like, all of this, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then from there, you can make the decision on where you want to start to improve. Because, like, I know for me, there's so many places I can start. But, like, what, what places are going to be easier to start with? You know, how am I going to you know, like weed out the the easy ones and so like slowly gain that momentum to really continue. Um, so that's, that was my first thing. Yeah. yeah, I have one that basically goes off that and it's like starting small and starting, yeah. but taking small risks and like doing new things. Yeah. It could be the littlest thing, but mm-hmm. when you realize, okay, like these are the things that I need to overcome, yeah. you have to start doing small things that are going to help you overcome yeah. that. One of mine, like, one of the first ones I said was to, like, reframe your own, like, capabilities to yourself. Like, I feel like when I was talking about with the negative and positive emotions, there's Mm -hmm. things, like, when on a daily, daily basis, there's things that you think about, you're like, oh, that was dumb. Or why would I do that? Like, I'm not going to do that. Like, things like that, I feel like it's important to start reframing that. Like, when you catch yourself, not even, like, being negative to yourself sounds like a bad thing, but I feel like we do it a lot. We're just mm-hmm. like, oh, that, that was dumb. Like, I'm not, you know, I feel like you have to catch yourself doing things like that. Like doubting yourself basically mm-hmm. or already predicting that something that's going to go bad and like try to reframe that. Or not even, yeah. honestly, flipping the switch on it 100% might seem a little fake to yourself. So even just questioning, why do you think that's not going to work? Or like, why is it so, I'm just so ready to give up. Yeah. Like, things mm-hmm. like that. When you start doing that on a daily basis, I feel like that's when you realize just how just how negatively you think often and that's going to really change the way like once you change the way you think about yourself that's going to open up like the possibilities and stuff like yeah that. just like being aware like being aware of your own mindset yeah. and how that's yeah. affecting your physical life um and another thing or well another thing i have was like it was going off of the how we talked about like one minute you have a really decent conversation with someone the next minute you never like it's like it just goes back to anonymous person I feel like being consistent is like a big thing. So mm-hmm. I know for me, first love, first interactions tend to be well. Like they tend to go pretty well, however they start. Um, but I never really follow through with that. Like, you know, like I, there's so many people that I know I've had interactions with, but then I never just keep up with like, oh, every time I see them, I'm like, hey, you know, like, how's it going? Just stop and have a few, like, you know, 30 second catch up or, you know, like we should plan something. Like, you know, like I feel like a lot of the times, like, I'm responsible. Like, I have the the ability to make these things grow into something, you know, like, or at least seeing where it goes. Like, not just being like, oh, yeah, that person's cool, but I don't really know them, so I'm not going to continue. You know, like, you have to get to know people. So mm-hmm. I feel like for me, it's just like, or for anyone, it's just being consistent with those interactions. When you're on a big campus and you only meet a few people, if you want to, if you want to have people, you know, who you can talk to, people you can hang with, you have to put in the effort to make sure that you're keeping contact with those people. You don't have to always like, you know, it doesn't have to be a first off, give me your number, give me this, give me your contacts. Yeah. Like just, I see you, I'll say hi a few times from there. Hey, you want to get something to eat from there? Hey, let's hang. Like, you know, like it has to grow into something. I feel like I suck at that. Like I literally am so terrible at it. Mm. Like I can like to follow through with people. Yeah. Like I'll see people. I'm like, Oh yeah, that person's cool. Like that person's chill. Like I had a good conversation. It Like weeks will go by. I'll see that person and it's just like, I, I have to go to class. Or I'll say hi, but that's it. Like, I'll just wave and keep walking. And it's just like, why did I even do that? Like, you know, like, <laughs> I know that person. Now that's just weird because now it's kind of like you're giving that energy of like, yeah, it was just that one instance and that's mm-hmm. it. But in reality, that's not how it has to be. Like, you could you could grow off of certain things. Like, you know, like, I realized that there's so many people that I've met that I could have, like, you know, at least had a better acquaintance with. Like, you know what I mean? Instead of just it being like a, oh yeah, I only talk to them for this or I only see them here so I only talk to them for that. Like, you know, there's ways that I can improve it but I just, I just don't. Like, (laughs) you know, that can really tie into the classroom setting too because um, there's plenty of times where I'll sit next to somebody and like, we'll click when it's like, oh, like, 
is she serious about this assignment? Yeah. Or like, do you get this? Because I don't. Like, let's figure it out together. That can happen once. Mm-hmm. And then I could see that person like outside of class and I don't say anything. Yeah. Or I could see you the next session and not say anything. And so like, I feel like you that carries on into the classroom setting too because mm-hmm. you you have to make meaningful connections in class too yeah. because there's plenty of times where you don't understand things and um that person that you had that little clicking moment with mm-hmm. they could probably understand or they might not understand it either yeah. you guys can work on it together but it's just about like putting yourself out there yeah but once again I felt like, you know, maybe I put yeah, myself out too there much. and yeah. they're not receptive to that. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, like, um, I get mad sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, why is she acting like <laughs> she doesn't know? Why are they acting like like we didn't just have this conversation? Yeah. Why are we they acting like we weren't partners? Like they didn't assign us to be partners. Like, yeah. And so it gets me mad sometimes. But and then it makes me not want to carry that on into the next interaction. But yeah. that's something that I have to get better at, too, is, like, separating my one interaction mm-hmm. with, the di- like, separating yeah. different people with different interactions. Yeah, and I feel like that goes into, like, stepping out of your comfort zone. Because I know a lot of the times there are, like, every every interaction, like, everything, everything I've experienced, like, coming to college has been out of my comfort zone. Like, you know, because it's just new. So anything new is going to be out of my comfort. Like, that's just naturally how I work. That's just how things are. So I feel like um, a lot of the times, things that I realized have kind of stunted my growth have been realizing that, you know, like, Brianna, you've stepped out of your comfort zone with this and it was fine. Like, you know, like, try it here. I feel like that's something that, like, is something I, like, have to kind of work on or that people should consider because I think a lot of people don't realize that they actually do a lot they actually um, experience a lot of changes in their life. Like they experience a lot of different experiences and different outcomes. And a lot of them are positive. But when you're so wrapped up in like negatives, you never see the little things that actually helped you like, you know, in certain environments. Like I know, like, again, going back to having confidence in one situation, not in the others. Like I failed to really acknowledge what was it that made me so confident, made me build confidence in like public speaking or, working with, you know, like, um, working in jobs, like, you know, like, what made me so confident in those situations naturally? Because it, it didn't just happen overnight. Like, you know, there was something, there's some things that I did in those situations that made me confident. So how come, like, I didn't acknowledge that and try to figure it out and apply it to my social life, you know? So I feel like that lack of realizing, like, that there were strides that you made that got you to those places mm-hmm. and being able to apply in a situation, I feel like that kind of, like, misses people so I feel like it's really important to be aware of when you're stepping out into comfort like something out of your comfort to really see like you know what I did this and that was a response it was positive so I like that like you know and and not giving up on it either because you can have a good experience and you can have a bad experience and you'll hold on to the bad experience like it's Mm. like it's your life and you're like no because last time I did it even if it worked that time it doesn't matter it worked here but you have to separate and be like but it worked that time so clearly it's just a trial and error you know Mm. like let me have a better outlook on certain things I feel like that's something that and what ties into that one of my one of my advices was to like understand that like to just question the value you place on other people too yeah not saying obviously everybody is valuable but I feel like sometimes we put a lot of other people even strangers above ourselves like in terms of especially when you think about acting like like, what you're scared that they're going to see the way you act. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're like, I don't want to go to them and say hi because they're going to think I'm crazy. But it's like, at the end of the day, they're just another person. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to probably respond to things on a similar way that you will. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody came up to you and was acting nice, you wouldn't be like, oh, this person's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when we, like, put other people on a pedestal, kind of, and we kind of think, oh, like, I don't want to bother them. I feel like it kind of, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Because realistically, if you go up to somebody and you're nice or you act like, Hi, I'm this person. They're not going to be like, oh, like, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I just think, yeah, that's another thing. Mm. Yeah. Something else that I feel like um, could help build comedy as well. This is something that I was looking, like, obviously I was looking into tips and stuff. And it was like um, improving your physical health. Like, uh, like some people, like some people may have a lack of confidence because they don't actually, like, they don't like something about themselves. Like, you know, like, that's like a, it could be seen as like an obvious one. It's like, I don't have confidence because I'm not confident in myself. Like, you know, 
So I feel like um, being able to, you know, like improve your physical health, like, you know, trying to work out or just like doing things that makes your body feel good could make your mind, you know, more positive. I have something on the flip side of that, though. Really? On the flip side, I would say that don't tie too much of your confidence based on how you look or not even how you look, but just don't tie too much of your confidence in yourself. Based on what you think looks good or what you think other people would think. But I don't think I don't think it's an, uh, a features thing. I think it's like if my body feels good, I feel good. Like you know, like your physical health is simply like how your body feels. Like, I you know? yeah, yeah, I understand so. that. But what I'm saying is like I feel like your physical health is a separate thing from your mental stability. Like I don't think it should be that without your physical health, you're you don't feel good. Like, yeah, you know but I mean, I mean I'm, I, but I'm saying like there's different ways to like some. No, people like may I, have, yeah. I understand that. But I'm saying like on the flip side of that also oh, don't yeah. think that like I feel like you always have to have like a sense of good, well, goodness or wellness with yourself mm-hmm. internally. And that's like another um, but addition to it. I think it's a reality like that. A lot of people face is that if you don't feel good on the outside, you're not going to feel good on the inside. And that's, you're not going to think highly of yourself. That's true. But I feel like people who... Like, let's say somebody doesn't feel good about themselves and they change that about themselves. That doesn't necessarily, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to feel confident. Yeah. I, I understand like, what you're what saying. I mean? I lo- I'm looking at it in a way of, like, when people invest in themselves... Like, like, I understand what yeah, you mean, Yeah, like, too, you but. get, like, the only person who... Like, the only person who could really, like invest in you is like it's yourself like you can only invest in yourself and get the best return like that's what i feel i feel like when you put time into yourself and you you know uplift yourself that's the strongest form of that like like that's the the most effective way of building you I know, just, yourself yeah like you, you build like yourself the intention behind it has to be yeah like I obviously mean, there's obviously there's different ways of looking at it but to clarify the way that I see it, it's more of, I'm not saying, you know, like, if you, like, if this, if you don't like this about yourself, that's probably why you're not confident. Like, you know, like, I'm not saying there's a direct correlation. I'm just saying it's something that. No, I understand. Do, yeah. If you don't like something about yourself, that means you're not confident in it, obviously. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is that you can't, like, fix yourself and then, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just fix yourself and then. It, you have not, to work. It's on, not like if you fix yourself, you're immediately going to be mentally. You're going to be happy. Yeah, you have be, to work on the outside and the inside. That's like, like you yeah. can't. You can't just work on the outside and think, okay, like I'm better now. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but there's two parts of it. Yeah. Because if one thing is broken, not not broken. If one thing is weak and the other thing is it's strong, it's just about it's how still you weak, look you know? at it. I think, like, yeah. if you look at it, like I want to work on this because I really want. You know, there's yeah. a way to gain confidence in something, but you have to have a self of confidence. You have to build a sense of confidence already. Because if you're just doing something because you're like, this is something bad, I want to get rid of it, there's no confidence there because there's no, you know, you're not. Yeah, but but that's just the idea of one thing being weak and one thing being strong. But I think that strength on both sides. But I think that if somebody says, okay, like, this is something that's negative, I want to get rid of it. They want to get rid of it because they want to be better, not because I, they, not because they they just want to get rid of it. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. Getting that, rid of it will make them better in some sense. In some not sense, every but, not everybody. I think that a lot of times, once again, society plays a role in like a lot of the things that people don't like, quote unquote. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't have a big butt. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things. There are things on the outside that do matter and that do play a role on having high confidence or low confidence. But there's also a lot of things that society places a lot of value on that really are not that deep at the end of the day. So I feel like when you're talking about like, OK, like what are, what's the outside thing that you don't like that you're trying to improve? You have to distinguish is it what, something what, that you how meaningful, or something that was influenced? Yeah, like how meaningful is it really? Like, you But know it's what not I mean? even like, like how meaningful is it to you? Because I feel like if you think something is such like, I don't know, if you really want to change something about yourself, it's just like, what's the intention behind that? Is it your own personal yeah, well-being? Exactly. Or is it outside? Or even like a negative image of yourself that might affect the reality, yeah. if you change it, you might still not think it's changed. Or you might still be like, oh, it's not. Like, you know so what I, mean? I think you, in your sense, you're saying I the intentions behind it have to be pure. for your own reasons. I understand what you guys are saying. Like, I'm not arguing on also, that. Also, 
What was I gonna say? Oh, I forgot. Just forget it. It was. But yeah, I'm not arguing with you guys on that. Like I understand. It's just like the. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Also, like we're saying, like you can't really like you have to be aware of yourself before you're aware of other people. But it's kind of contradictory. But you have to be aware of other people. You know what I mean? Because like. If you think something is good, like, it depends. Like, if you think something is great, like, about you, like, obviously, if people are telling you, like, okay, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I but, feel like, like I understand there are <laughs> certain times and certain places where you have to say, okay, how are other people going to see this? How do other people see this? You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like... You're around people yeah. every day, but know? I don't think you. I don't think yeah. it needs to be a situation of how other people. I think people should just pay attention to the response. The response, like you know what I mean. Like yeah, if but you're not like. Somebody... But I'm saying like if you go into a situation before already asking yourself how are people going to take this, nine times out of ten, your own conscious mind is going to answer based on how you feel about I it. I feel like, like in the. I feel like in no. the world we live yeah, in, like, honestly. Well, I'm not even trying to diminish that because I, like, I maybe I don't understand what you're saying, but, like, I feel like people already, everybody already thinks what other people are going to be thinking. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's already in the back of somebody's mind, like, everybody's opinion, because just in the world we live in, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has, like you said, society. There's already things that you know. Mm-hmm. People are going to think this way. People are going to think this way, the majority of people. So I feel like there's never a situation where you have to be thinking because everybody already thinks what somebody else is going to say. What are most people gonna think about this? If I do this, if I wear this, people are gonna think like this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but there are. I understand that. Like, we have to do it. That's what I'm saying. we do it because like, we, we do have it. to. Think that we, it's not like something we have to like remember to do. Yeah, it's I'm just, saying we do it because we have to do it because there's certain times and places where like it's necessary. Like, if I yeah. go out, if I'm like okay, like I don't feel like getting dressed today, I'm just gonna roll out of bed. Like, I need to. I need to really consider. Mm-hmm. how people are going to view me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at the end of the day, something that you do gets negative reactions or positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, there's, like, you do, like, I don't know. I just I, think it's I a balance yeah. of trying to figure out so, the things that are, like, that you shouldn't care what people think about and that you should. You know I what th- I mean? Yeah, so what I was trying to say on that was the reason why it's that is, like, a relative kind of thing because... If you think too much about what everyone else is going to think, you're putting yourself back in a position of having low confidence. Like, you know, because then you're all you're only thinking about everybody else. And that's going to affect you like, oh, I'm not going to do this because that, that person, I'm not going to do this because them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to just like if you do that too much, it becomes it, it's ineffective for one. And it actually makes it takes a, a negative toll on you. There are situations where, yes, you're you're going to have to be aware of your surroundings because you can't just come into every situation thinking you can act. And, you know, like you, you can't can go just do what you want Yeah, because do. when you get that response, it's not going to feel good. But there are situations where it's more beneficial to not think about what outside That's what responses are going to be until life. it actually happens. Like, for, for example, if I'm going into a, a meeting, right, I'm not going to automatically assume the environment that I'm going into and if I don't actually know anything about it I'm just going to go in there and whatever response I get from there I can make the uh I can come to the conclusion like okay now when I walk into meetings like these I know this is something that's going to get taken well or this is something that's going to be more effective like there are certain situations where you have to go in with a blank a blank assumption and then just learn like you know you can't or you can't always assume everything and then try to fit that assumption because your assumption is only based on how comedy or how um you think about a topic like if someone's always going to have a negative mindset and they're going to assume every situation every assumption they're going to make is going to be negative and i think my point earlier was that your confidence can't come let's say you're in that same situation your confidence or your like it can't come based on the response that you're going to get once you like enter whatever situation you don't know yeah or what you do know it has to be based on the response you because actually like if get. you change <laughs> my throat is dry <laughs> Sorry, if you change, or if you not change yourself, but like if you do something differently based on what you think, past experiences, and it's like well, this is gonna be accepted now. You can't ever be accepted by like you know you can be accepted by everybody else, but it's yourself. Your own confidence won't change. Yeah, it's just how you're received by others will, and so that's where 
Like, confidence has to come from within. Like, I understand yeah. what Demaya was saying. That doesn't go against it, but... Yeah. That was just my advice. Yeah. Um... Other things, I feel like this is kind of just an obvious one, but I still feel like it's something that should be said. And it's honest, it's specifically about social improvement. Start conversations. Like, I feel <laughs> like, like, literally, that is one thing that I know I don't really do. And it shows. Like, it really shows. Like, if I think starting conversations, I, I feel like a lot of the interactions I have, I never start. Like, like you were saying, mm -hmm. I never start them. And it's weird because I always, like, when someone, if someone comes to me with a positive attitude, I always feel good. Like, I'm like, oh, that person's nice. Like, you know, like, it's always, I always have a positive response because it's like, oh, look at that. Like, they're willing to, you know, introduce themselves and, and you know, put their self out there and try to, like, meet new people. And I completely, you know, like, I'm all for it. I like it. <laughs> On the flip side, it's like, okay, Brianna, like, go introduce yourself. And it's like, no, okay. Like, you know, like, I think I'm ahead head out. Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> I feel like it's something that I think could, could really improve a lot. Like, and because when you have this fear, like, going back to this fear of rejection, that alone stops you from doing so many things. So if you keep testing the waters with it <clears throat> and taking advantage of the fact that, like, being in college specifically, Taking advantage of the fact that there's so many people, you have so many tries. Like, you know, like you literally have so many tries. So if you start a conversation with someone and it goes well, that's great. You just met, you met somebody, you know, like that's cool. Boom. You started with somebody else. It didn't go too well. Oh, well, that's okay. There's still thousands of people here. Like, you know, like I feel like that um, just kind of like giving yourself that opportunity, giving yourself that space to really experiment and try because um, they're really harmless things. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Like, why did I think about like somebody punch? <laughs> I was gonna say no one's gonna punch you. If you <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I thought you were gonna say something. <laughs> no, like for but some reason when I said it's like harmless, harmless like you know, it is. I don't know why. Like a conversation oh, so really funny. is harmless, and it's really not. It's our brain yeah. that makes it more difficult it than it really is because yeah. if somebody doesn't receive you, all you gotta do is walk away. Like, I think it's just even like yeah. less than a, even less than a fear of rejection. It's just more of like a fear of awkwardness. Like you know, yeah. because you're not thinking that somebody's gonna be like, I don't want to talk to you. Like, you don't ever get think, away from me. It's like you don't ever Ew. think somebody's gonna do that. Did I like, ask you to come up to me? <laughs> but like, what might happen is like you're like, oh hi, um, my name is Mahara, and then it's just like a little bit of awkwardness. Yeah. And they're like, oh, and you're like, but I wanted you to tell me yeah. your name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this it's is like, what you uh, say. <laughs> Come on. This is where you would tell me, like, where you live. Like, once it's already become what friends. Where are you? <laughs> Come on. Tell you know, me about yourself. You know give me the, give me the so rest. So it's like, it's that fear of awkwardness. But <laughs> I feel like that kind of awkwardness, like, you're, I'm willing, I'm trying to be willing to sacrifice that to make a new acquaintance. Because next time to you see them... To get a new experience, yeah. yeah. next time you see them, you know them. Like, you know how to talk to them. And yeah. that can continue, but... Um, that's basically it. Well, I had... Sorry, I had another one. <laughs> but it tied into... It tied <laughs> into everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it tied into um, everything we were saying. So I just feel like it's a good wrap-up. It's it's like one and two things. So the the last one was like hold yourself <laughs> so accountable. Is it one or two? <laughs> <laughs> one to two, whatever. Holding yourself accountable. Holding yourself accountable. Like I feel like in this whole conversation, that was kind of like the maybe it was the underlining. I don't know, but it seemed like it was the underlining. underlining. Just holding yourself accountable for <laughs> not underlining. Oh really? Underlying. Underlying. <laughs> Underlining, underlying, <laughs> underlying. Okay, my fault. <laughs> my bad. Um, yeah, so just holding yourself accountable for all these things. Like, if you're starting something, and the second thing was, like, start now. Like, while you're in college, while you're in your first year, and you're, you know, gradually getting older, now is the only time, really. Like, if you want to improve something, knowing that it's going to take you time to get there, you need to start as soon as possible. Yeah. And when you start, hold yourself accountable for all the things that are, First, like stunting you and situations where you know you're, you know, like you know what the problem is and you just don't want to admit it. You need to hold yourself accountable for that. And if you want changes, you have to make those. I feel like um, yeah. if you keep that in mind, you're always going to be aware of everything. You're always aware of every response. You're always aware of every decision. And you can 
you can work on those. So, and if you're deciding whether or not, like, let's say you just want to, you see somebody and you always want to talk to them, just think about the last time that you really went up to somebody, and that should be enough to really motivate you because. Honestly, right. it's like, like it's, have I ever done this before? Yes, no, no. So you should do it now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think true. of it as kind of like a like a your own bucket list, kind of like you know, like just start so like you know, I've never, I still haven't done this yet. I don't see why not. Let me just try it. At least you know that you did it. You know, and that that feels good. And reward yourself for the little things too. Like, just because you know you didn't jump out and do something that was super big and impactful doesn't mean it's not worth um, recognizing. So yeah. Bad. So like. Some people are in situations where it's so hard for them to even say anything. So when you're starting at that point, those little things really are are bigger. Like, they're much bigger. So always acknowledging that you're making steps, no matter how big, no matter how small, that's good. Because when you give yourself that motivation, you give yourself that praise, no one else is really going to give it to you. Like, people are not going to go up to you and say, you know what, you look like someone with anxiety. And the fact that you came into here, I'm going to clap it up for you. Like, no one's really going to do that. So you have to be the one to do it for yourself. And you have to value your own praise. Like, you have to value your own praise and realize, like, going back to the mind, like, realizing your worth, knowing that what you say to yourself means the most. Like, you know, like, don't always think about uh, whatever, like, other people are saying about you. Like, what you say about yourself, that is what impacts you the most. If I'm telling myself that I'm not good enough, chances are I'm going to believe that because I'm telling it to myself. If I'm telling myself, you know what, today you actually talk to people and you got good networks, like, that's good. I'm going to feel good about it because I'm t- like, I know it now for myself. So I feel like that's really important to do. Mm. And that was the last thing I had to say. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is kind of a lot. This is one of our shorter episodes, but I feel like it's a lot of content that we're focusing on. Yeah. So we hope you we hope this is helpful for you guys. And please stay active with us. Please give us any feedback you can. We want to have our page be more interactive. And if you don't follow us already on Instagram and Twitter, we're at SheThinksPod. So give us a follow and make sure you listen to this episode. Make sure you listen to all the other episodes um, we have. But that's the end of this episode. So we'll see you guys later. Hey, bye. Bye.